Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Reality Blows podcast. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. And we are here to recap The Challenge Vendettas, episode six. Correct. This is all about a note. This yes. whole episode rests on the shoulders of some handwritten notes. Honestly, when it started to happen, I was um, it was confusing because this is not how our normal challenge episodes go with the whodunit. I know. It was I was fun. excited, though. I was excited. I liked it. Yeah, it was a little mystery, yeah. a little clue in the challenge house. A mystery in which did not get solved on tonight's episode. How dare they not reveal who it was? But... Before we get into that, let's start from the beginning. Okay, so episode five left us with um, Sylvia and Melissa in this, like, uh, one of the best eliminations we've ever seen in the ring. It was really good. It was intense. Uh, Melissa being the Brit and Sylvia being um, the girl from Skeletons, Real World Skeletons, who we learned that I like. Nick did not. I was about to say Wes's tweet that I sent to you, Nick. Do you remember this? Um, no. Oh, yeah. That uh, she was like a uh, wet hamper or something like that. <laughs> like there is, he called Sylvia something. That basically meant she's boring. Yeah, I think he called her like some. Uh, he called her like a boring wallpaper, or no, entitled wallpaper is what he said. <laughs> entitled. Um, wow. Yeah, entitled eh, wallpaper. Wes, way with words. Wes, as you know from real world, Austin. Yeah. So basically, um, the. I don't know. Let's just, should we just get into it? I don't even need, guys, if you need a recap, go listen to the yeah, episode yeah, before this I, one. I will say that you brought it to my attention that Veronica has been telling people that TJ was uh, sort of cheating. Did we talk about this last time? We did not. Okay. So what exactly happened there with that elimination challenge? So basically the way it works is there was a pool area that was um, knee deep water and then the contestants had to be on their knees. They were oiled up. They were trying to grab a ball, wrestling over a ball to put it in their trash cans. And the way the ball entered the little pool area was sort of a Plinko type uh, board. Yeah. It's Plinko, right? Yeah. From The Price is Right? Yep. So um, after this episode aired, we learned a lot about this particular elimination from challengers on Twitter. The first thing we learned is that the elimination actually lasted for like an hour and a half, maybe two hours. So it was super, super intense. Which sort of um, makes sense based on my critique of it, uh, which was Melissa seemed to just give up at the end. Right. And to me, it was like she was doing so well. And then Sylvia, they made it look like Sylvia sort of kind of uh knucked up and uh like like literally was like i'm gonna punch the shit out of you and that sort of turned the tide of the the vibe of the thing and to me it read uh you know with the edit that we saw you know that everybody saw um, was that like Melissa was like kind of l seeing that no one was on her side. So she was kind of like, oh, fuck it. I got to go. I'm going she home. Seemed anyway. to it appeared from the edit that she was losing confidence because of social pressure. But if you were doing that for two hours, I can see a human being just being like, fuck it. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. I just give it to her. I'm over it. Um, so that was being talked about on Twitter. And then Veronica started weighing in with some tweets that she felt uh, as if production was playing favorites and giving Melissa some breaks by not calling her on some dirty moves that she was doing in the ring. And then Veronica tweeted that she, it seemed to her, 
as if TJ was placing the ball in this Plinko-type board closer to Melissa's side. Which, honestly, um, I personally think that's a good move because Melissa was starting all the drama in the house, or she was at least involved in it. Why wouldn't you want her back and you want Sylvia the entitled wallpaper out. I mean, Sylvia is great, but she was sick. So I understand yeah. production side of this being like, this girl's probably going to go home. She's sick. Yeah. Let's keep the person that's fighting with literally every girl right. in the house. Um, but I would never in a million years, in a million years, think that TJ would ever do anything shady like that. I don't know. He's getting kind of involved in the drama end of the whole show, which Nick, is new you for TJ. watch your mouth. I'm not saying anything against it. I kind of like the idea. He would never that. do anything shady. And then if you're interested, it, it um, unfolded uh, in a very specific fashion. And then by that, I mean, Johnny Bananas did insert himself in the <laughs> Twitter conversation and um, he got very yeah. involved. And then he was calling out Veronica, like, how could you and like, how could you speak ill of our dear sweet TJ? And then Veronica was like, you are only inserting yourself in this conversation because you know that everyone's going to have TJ's back. And then it just like makes you look better because all these people are now tweeting at you, agreeing with you for having TJ's back. Like you're just, you know, sort of um, appealing to the TJ stands out there. The drama is real. Now, Nick, there's something I wanted to talk to you about because on last week's um, episode, you mentioned that Johnny did something as a puppet master early in our podcast and then you were like uh I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about it now I'm gonna talk about it later in the episode but then we never addressed it again so do you want to discuss it now <laughs> there's literally nothing to discuss but um it was based on the fact that uh Cam and Melissa were fighting um, and then the next morning, Cam was sort of uh, rehashing. rehashing and rehashing, and everybody seemed to fight. And People were still feeling it. They're like, no, what did she and say? And Johnny just casually walked into the kitchen and like grabbed like the OJ from the fridge and just like looked over at Cam and was like, quit it. You're annoying. Stop. I don't want to hear this anymore. And she was like, but? And he was like, it's over. And then it was over. And then literally it was over. I don't know that it was, but the edit made it seem like it was. Yeah. That, that, that's all it was. So Johnny, um, it appears from the edit that Johnny's running the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this episode, episode six, it opens um, back at the house after Sylvia has one. And we have Sylvia, Marie, Cam, and Kayla. They're in their room. They all share a room together. They're freaking out. They're celebrating that Sylvia's won. Um, this episode, it's interesting that it starts in their room because this episode was all about the layout of the house. Mm. I really enjoyed how they edited it. They told a story throughout the episode by showing us the floor plan and then telling us who was rooming in which room together and how that was affecting sort of social dynamics throughout the house. Yeah, that's a good pickup. I really wasn't thinking of it in those terms. So we see these four girls freaking out over Sylvia's win. We do. Then we cut to Nicole, Kaylee, and Natalie talking about Melissa. And Nicole Z is saying, um, you know, I think she would have gone further in the game if she hadn't been eliminated, which it's kind of like everyone would have gone further in the yeah, game if yeah. they hadn't been eliminated. Yeah. They were ba she was basically being like, hey, listen, she was a good competitor. That's why everybody who didn't like her. So admit that that's sort of what I f what I felt like she was getting at. Yeah, she was a little 
she was a little butthurt, a little bitter she over was a her little uh, bitter. friend leaving. Oh, and not to mention the Twitter beef she got in this week with Shane for no reason. But we'll, we can talk about that later. Shane was stirring up so much drama on this episode. And leading up to the episode this past week, he's been stirring up drama on Twitter. So you got to hand it to Shane for being a shit stirrer. He really is. Um, so and before we leave this, this uh, little group here, Nicole, Kayla... Kaylee, excuse me, and Natalie, Nicole Z says, um, this is a game where you trust no one. Wow. Where it's like, well, that's the most original thing we've ever heard. Saying it like it is. (laughs) We cut to... This is a game in which people eliminate other people. (laughs) We cut to Kaylee and Nelson in bed, which is just sort of establishing the fact that they have a little bit of a romance going on. And then we cut to the pool, and we see Victor and Joss. They're oiling each other down. Um, Shane is enjoying Victor from the pool. And this is interesting. interesting. Wait, I thought something was interesting there. Oiling down. Oiling up? Isn't it oiling up? I think you're like oiling down. I don't know. I think you're all oiled up. You're not all oiled down. He oiled me down. I don't think so. Well, what do you say? Do you say, like when you're talking about getting high? When I I oil myself, I oil myself up. When you say like oh. talking about getting high, is it smoking up or smoking down? Because I always said smoking down, but then some people said smoking up. I never heard smoking down. Yeah, like they're gonna, they want to smoke me down. No, smoke you up. No, you get smoked down. Because you get high. Yeah, you get, you get high. Smoked you down. get smoked up. No, 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 that's wrong. No, you get chill. That's you get smoked down. Absolutely wrong. And I've never heard anybody say that ever, including you. Now you can get a bust down from somebody. Nick, I say smoking down all the time, and the fact that you say you never heard it from I me haven't. thinks you're not present in this I relationship. I haven't. I've never heard it once. So Victor, Joss, they're oiling themselves down, and si- they're oiling themselves sideways. Shane is watching from the pool, and this whole scene is really about Shane kind of flirting with Victor. It's like him being like, yeah, keep, keep doing it. And he's like, Victor looks great. I like his hair. So they're establishing something between Victor and Shane here in this scene. Then, boom, take us to the second floor of the house. We are now introduced to the star of this show. Yeah, I'm talking about it. The Note. The Note. Veronica, Jemmy, Carmaria, and Brittany, and then sometimes Shane, share a room on the second floor, and someone has been leaving notes. You know what I find to be interesting about the entire Note saga? The actual contents of the Note were very, in my opinion, very much skimmed over. Like, could Good you point. T- could you really tell me what was in any of these notes? I, I know that they were about Brittany, and it seems like the first one had something to do with, and I think they were pretty explicit, actually. The first one had something to do with, um, hey, listen, as soon as you leave this room, everybody in your room is talking shit about you, right? The first note is they tell us what it is, which is you basically got the gist of it. As soon as you leave the room, all the girls are talking shit about you. Boom. You're right. They 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 kind of skimmed on the subject of the note a little bit, but they at least told us the content um, of the first note. There does uh, a second note makes an appearance later yeah. in the episode. I guess we'll talk about that when we get to it. But we don't get the information on the second note. Um, I, I had to pause the television screen to read it. So... This first note appears, and it's on Brittany's bed. You know, as soon as you leave the room, all the girls are talking shit about you. And um, the only person who is in the room when the note is left is Shane, who's sleeping on the floor with his eye mask. And someone walks into the room, and he's like, hello, who's there? Hello, who's there? And he doesn't remove his eye mask. 
um, and the person leaves. So they drop off the note. They come in, drop off the note. They leave. Um, Leading up to this episode, I knew about the note. Just FYI, Nick. And I didn't talk to you about it because I know how you feel about spoilers. And I knew that Veronica thought that Shane had left the note and that their relationship was a little on shaky ground. I know that they weren't liking each other's social media posts. I know that Shane did like a whole thing to Veronica for her birthday that she did not like on Instagram. So this um, was a big sort of um, hallelujah moment for Shane. It proved his story correct because he was telling the girls yeah I was in the room when the note was left but I was sleeping with my eye mask and I didn't take it off and the girls had been like who doesn't take off their eye mask when someone enters the room well we saw the footage Shane doesn't take his eye mask off now what was this birthday thing that Shane did to Veronica that she didn't like he just like posted like a happy birthday to like the queen you know whatever it was just like a, a birthday post in her honor and she just didn't like it and it was noticed by fans that she hadn't favorited it. oh she didn't like it yeah okay. she didn't fit she didn't literally I, I push it. the I favorite the like button hmm. so here's my question shane is in this bedroom with his eye mask when this shady character comes in and drops off the note and it seems to absolve him right of being involved but why didn't he take off the eye mask? And wouldn't it make sense for him to be like, you drop the note and then I'll be in there with my eye mask on. I'll, I'll just say I didn't take it off. Yeah, it, it could have been a two man team. It, I think there are multiple people involved in this note. It's interesting. I have a lot of theories. Now, from the blurry, um, the the person that MTV edited out, did you think that you noticed anything about maybe the way they were walking or no. the size of them? I was floored by the blur the blur was so off-putting and scary it was freaky it, it looked like a glitch in a video it really looked like a horror film like mm -hmm. so, something you would it looked you like would, a poltergeist yes it was yeah. it was it was startling it was nightmarish mm -hmm. uh and it was uh a stomach churning now some people have noticed on the internet that the blur is walking like a man interesting I, and I it, it seems to be a big blur which leads to this man theory that's interesting and not to continue with conspiracy theories but some people think it's leroy whoa <laughs> didn't see that coming that's did you? wild didn't see that coming leroy estate usually stays out of stuff like this so i i doubt it but that is an interesting theory now i noticed that there they were being brought up uh it was um it was brought up that uh they were wearing flip-flops the person was wearing flip-flops mm. now the conspiracy theory with leroy is that natalie wrote that johnny orchestrated it natalie from big brother wrote the note because everyone thinks it's been done in a female hand and leroy delivered it but the one thing we do know is that whoever left the note was wearing flip-flops because that's the only information Shane could give. And honestly, with a house full of douchebags, it could have been anybody with Everyone's flip -flops. wearing flip-flops. <laughs> Let's not pretend that these people don't sleep in flip-flops. Yeah. They're all wearing flip-flops all the time. Another fun thing is um, that... Everyone thinks it's Marie. We'll just say it right now. Cara Maria thinks it's Marie. The only person that doesn't think it's Marie is Johnny, and he thinks it's Shane. It's interesting. My, um, I would, would, just by thinking of this based on personality, my guesses would be Marie or Shane. I mean, it makes sense, right? They are, they They're are, the shit stirs. They are shit uh, stirs. They like to cause drama and chaos. They're good at it. Um, and honestly, they're both a little desperate. 
to um, claw their way to the top of these games. Shane more than than uh, Marie, just because Shane's been in this game a lot longer than Marie. Um, Shane, Shane is in 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 my opinion, incredibly unlikable, incredibly unlikable on these you, things. You mentioned that earlier. Yeah, um, and this episode, this ago. episode and last episode, I'm I'm like, God, Shane is unlikable. He's not coming across as a. He, he's like de- he's he's hero. angry and he desperate. And it, that to me, that's unlikable. Now, it's interesting because in the challenge, there's always been some type of psychological warfare. You know, whether it be um, throwing, you know, someone's luggage in the pool or taking away the top of a toilet. We've even seen people put chips in bed, <laughs> but we've never seen a note before. Um, so this is an interesting um, dynamic, and of course it's happening to the girls because it feels very catty, right? It feels very middle school. Yeah, I mean, this is bullying, you know, like in a way. These in a notes, classic these, way. These anonymous notes being passed around, a teacher grabs it, and now he, the whole class has to hear it. It's, 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 yeah, it's very middle school-like. So then we go to the boys' bunk, and um, Devin is sort of rallying this second tier of guys. Um, Devin's rallying them he's like we got to do it we got to take out bananas and it seems like all of these guys are bonding and then i forgot they cut to a season um, um a scene from rivals three where johnny pushes devin i totally forgot about that did you remember that uh yeah but devin was uh, yeah devin had come home drunk as hell and was just like had one of those you know what fucking johnny we'll do this right now like he i think he just remember he was antagonizing it was like a walk home from the bar it was like one of those things where he's like antagonizing the entire way johnny took the bait and he didn't get sent home production did not send him. you can push and not get sent home one hundred percent. Nelson pushed Derek last season, and he got sent home. Yeah, but it wasn't like super violent and something. It happened. wasn't. There wasn't even a punch thrown. I guess it was. You could say it was a more aggressive because he was like drunk, and it seemed like he wanted to to really lay into Derek. But I don't know. Johnny pushed fucking Devin, and he didn't get sent home. So then we cut to um, Jemmy, Brett, and I mean, Jemmy, Brittany, and Veronica. Um, they're talking about the note. They also think it's Shane or Marie. And um, they confront Marie, and she's like surprised. And she's like, What? Of course I didn't write this note. Then she's like, I, uh, We see her in an interview, which, by the way, I learned from Veronica's um, Twitter thread. She does not like people saying they're confessionals. She says confessionals are in real world. Yeah. The challenge does interview segments. That's interesting because I, um, I think of it as a confessional first, and then only as of recently have I started correcting myself and calling them interviews? Yeah, so I think we're going to say interviews from now on because I feel like if Queen V says that she doesn't <laughs> want them to be called confessionals anymore, we're not going to do it. So Are we are, are, are we part of the V-Hive? We're not necessarily <laughs> part of the V-Hive, but like if a cast member is saying, like, I hate when people call them confessionals, then I think we can stop calling them confessionals. Okay. So Marie is surprised. She does an interview where she says, I hate bitches, where it's like, Marie, you are the queen bitch, and we love you for it, but like, you can't also hate bitches and be the queen bitch. Uh, also, Marie thrown off a show for pushing somebody. Or uh, no, no, no. She pushed a guy or something. She, she had a big push in like a previous season. Marie swears she didn't do it. And then Nick says, ugh, when Marie says um, that she was saying it's so 2001. You hated that comment. 
Marie goes, this is so 2001. And Nick went, Ugh. Oh, because it seemed to, to me, it seemed like a, because this was during a interview. Mm-hmm. And to me, it seemed like a producer fed line or something. Uh, like it was like, it was like, it, who, who even writes a note anymore? I have a cell phone. It isn't 2001. Like to me, it was like, okay. Like anytime I, I feel like a joke was fed to somebody and they deliver it as, as such, uh, it kind of bothers me on these shows. Um, so then we get taken to the daily and Sylvia and Natalie are both not there cause they are sick. And yeah. we learned that Sylvia's grenade that she worked so hard for in the ring is a dud. It's a dud that because she can't compete, she cannot use the grenade. That's got to hurt. That's got to really hurt. Especially if your, your freaking elimination went two hours. In my opinion, she just lost 10 grand because yeah, like, she did. I was fairly certain she was going to take 10 grand from Brad or Joss. So TJ is standing there and he says, hey, guys, welcome to your daily. Guess what? It's not happening right now. It's going to be a night challenge. It's going to be underwater. You have to move a ring in between two ships. You're going to have breathing stations throughout and it's going to be in the dark and like get ready for it. It's called gasping for air. Yeah, gasping for air. So then they do a, um, they do four teams. They say that it's like gender neutral teams, totally random. We watch a lot of people um, get disqualified. We watch a lot of people come up who don't even make it a foot. So yeah. this game is being measured in, in how many feet you can take this ring down this uh, rope. And a lot of people come up with zero. I'm looking at you, Cam. I'm looking at you, Cara, Marie. Well, she got five feet. Excuse me. Veronica got zero. So you got people like that. And then you got people who are just like crushing this crushing. event. Crushing. Brad crushed it. Brad crushed it. Johnny Bananas crushed it. Um. So then we see, you know, I guess we can just take you to the very end well, because. Well, I mean, it's, if we're talking about, if we're going to, I don't, I don't want to skip over performance just yet. Oh, do you want to point out the, the Tony Redemption two tour that we're God on? Two for goddamn two with Tony. Tony, not only does he crush it, gets 150 feet. He missed the breathing stations. Two, two breathing stations. So that means he held his breath like three times longer than anybody else who had made it to 150 feet. Ladies and gentlemen, we are witnessing the golden era of Tony it, Reigns. It's in, it's insane because, I mean, we're coming off of uh, an eating challenge in which he ate all of the stuff in every round, saved his entire team, uh, won it for his entire team, and now we're seeing him like... Uh, you know, rise to the top or not even stay below because he's held his breath for so long. It, it All I know is this is the season we've been all waiting for with Tony. And you know what? I haven't seen any bullshit happen to him off, off, uh, um, off challenge in the house. He's not uh, threatening women and he's not as hooking. far as we can tell as from his social media present, he hasn't un- impregnated any other women yeah, since yeah. his last he's, uh, he's minding his season. P's and Q's and he's killing it in challenges. And I'm happy because I'm I'm on a, I'm I'm a big fan of Tony. I yeah. like Tony. Well, I, I I you know I go back and forth, but this Tony Redemption tour, I am on board. I have a front row ticket. Um, so the losing team has to pick, um, the guy that is going to go in to the male elimination, and it's between Brad and Nelson. And guess what? Brad is picked. Yeah, and and that's no secret. I mean, any chance anybody gets in this house, they fucking rip Brad to shreds. <laughs> they hate this guy. And it's I, funny because he did the best on his team. And it's interesting. I feel like he's torment. He, he, they're tormenting Brittany because of it. They really are. 
So Brad does the best on his team, but then everybody's like, yeah, we'll put Brad into the elimination. And we see Brittany look fucking annoyed. She rolls her eyes. Yeah. And then we cut back to the house and Natalie and Johnny, they're talking on the couch. They're talking strategy. And it's like, oh, Natalie seems healthy enough to be chatting up with Tony, rubbing her feet on his feet. <laughs> A lot of feet on feet. Lots of feet on feet. So then we go, um, oh, we should have told you, the Troika from this elimin- from this challenge ended up being Tony, Kyle the Brit, and Bananas. Wow. So now... Um- Tony and, and Kyle, this is their second Troika each? Yeah, and Banana's third? Is that correct? Maybe. Well, we see something interesting in the Troika when they're picking the three guys that they're going to bring to the Inquisition. Um, I noticed this. I wrote it down. Tony and Banana's bromance, it's back on. I know. Tony really uh, had some really interesting... The way they made fun of him uh, during the Inquisition where um you know talking about scotty pippen yeah yeah uh, where i mean uh who who was it that they were saying uh, oh devin yeah uh, devin was like i ain't got no problem with you guys i only got problems with this guy johnny bananas and then tony's like whoa 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 that's michael jordan over there you looking at me that's scotty pippen you mess with michael jordan you're also messing with scotty pippen i love that he is like claimed that he's the second best on the team it's he like literally says and if that I'm we're Scottie like the pippen, one and two he literally says if i'm scotty pippen i want to make sure michael is okay wow um so in this troika they're trying to pick what dudes they want to put in kyle wants to put shane in johnny really wants to put victor in and why is that nick Johnny wants to put Victor in because Natalie wants to put Victor uh-huh. in. Uh-huh. This is honest. the first time we're seeing some Big Brother um, backlash. And the way that he is framing it is that, like, uh, this guy's trying to be nice to everybody. <laughs> I can't trust him. I mean, do we really even know who this guy is? Right. You know, and it was just like, well, that's kind of everybody's game when yeah. you're first coming in. But And Natalie, meanwhile, is whispering in Johnny's ear, like, you got to put Victor in. You got to yeah. put Victor in because that's her vendetta. Yep, yep, yep. So the three guys that get picked to go to the Inquisition end up being Shane, Victor, and, drumroll please, Devin. Big D. Devil Dog Devin. Um, oh, I wrote down in my notes, Brad does a lot of beard pulling in this episode. He's constantly twisting his beard. Honestly, a guy who's had a, had a big old beard at times in his life, it's kind of, uh, when you're nervous, any type of anything going on, you're pulling on that thing. Yeah. He really is stressing and you can tell because he's fiddling with that beard. We see, um, after Shane gets picked, he's in the hallway talking to Marie and he's like, not choosing Joss is the dumbest decision Johnny Bananas has ever made on a challenge. Wow. Do you agree? Um, no, I think he's made a lot of dumb decisions before this, but yeah. I do think that, that Josh should have gone in cause he's the biggest competition. Mm, I also feel like Josh is, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like Johnny's playing this game sort of perfectly at this point. And so I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. If- Brad's a meathead. Josh is a meathead. Put those two together in the ring. And one of the meatheads are going home. I, you're not meatheads. Don't win this show all the time. It's, it really isn't about that always. You know that. Yeah. But I you also know that. know that meatheads take out Johnny bananas. And we'll see. So then we go to the Inquisition, and we arrive at the Inquisition, and what does Johnny Bananas do? He orders some tea service. Mm. That's right. Production comes over with a kettle of tea and some teacups, and Johnny says to them, he says, whoever spills the most tea at this Inquisition won't go into the ring. Yeah. I'm like put off by the spill the tea thing right now. Tell me why. I find it, it's like um, spilling the tea seems to 
to me to be old, like what older people say. Mm, you feel like it's a dated. It, not dated. It's of the time, but it's like what Wendy Williams says. Oh, like gotcha. older people say spill the tea. I work in television at the moment, ATM. Um, I have come up against, I work for a television show that is for younger people. I come up against this every once in a while. There is some terminology that me, to me reads as older gossipy terms. Not older, as I said, but the same thing. Like older people use them. Can spill you give the, me another one? Spill the tea. There's a um, clap backs. Ooh. When people start saying like, oh, and then she clapped back. It's like, oh, she got shaded and then she clapped back. You and know, like, oh, you must be 30. Yeah, you <laughs> must be in your 30s and you watch, you know, VH1 shows. Not that I'm against VH1 shows. I love VH1 shows. I'm in my goddamn 30s. <laughs> I, that's all for me. But I, in my opinion, you're showing your age a tiny little bit when you're like, spill that tea. To me, that's like, yeah, at, at one point, I think it was, you know, reserved for younger, um, dare I say gay, uh, uh, lingo is where it sort of came from. As I, all I, great lingo yes, comes. Yes, yeah. and, and I think the people who created it were probably younger. But now I feel like it's, um, you know, it, it's it should be reserved for like older reality shows and people, you know, older people Housewives, in the reality shows. Broadway, Housewives, yeah, stuff. Beverly and Hills. also like... Maybe like RuPaul's Drag Race or something. You know what I mean? Like to me on, on MTV, a show for younger people, I assume, you don't want to be spilling the tea or clapping back. You know, I think Shots Fired is fun for a young person. Mm. Uh, I, I don't know. What, what is a younger way of saying spill the tea? Mm. Is there any other younger way of saying spill the tea? I don't know. I'm sorry. Am I going off on a tangent? No, I'm enjoying it. I just, I, when I see that, I go, oh, Johnny, you are 37. Or what, you know what I mean? Like, it, to me, it showed his age. Yeah. And the age of the people running this show. So immediately after Johnny says that, Shane just starts throwing people under the bus. Yeah. He's like, this guy's trying to put you in. This guy's trying to put you in. All of these guys in their room. He's talking about the Devin, Victor, Joss, Brad room. He's like, they're all gunning for you, Johnny Bananas. And then we go to Victor, and Victor's just like, I'm just trying to play the game. I'm just trying to play a game. I'm not I'm not going after anybody. I'm just trying to play the game. And Johnny was like, wrong answer, fucking asshole. <laughs> You're fucking he was like so pissed he when was he said so that. Mad. He was so mad at like at like at like uh what's his name? Victor. Vic, I, I literally can't remember that guy's well, name. Well, it's interesting because there's a lot of back and forth going on about like you're playing this game as if it's Big Brother. Mm. Like this isn't Big Brother. You mm. can't just be nice to people. Yeah. This is the challenge. Yeah. Um, and then that's when we see like Tony bending over backwards, just like really trying to like suck up to Johnny as hard as he can. Um, and Devin, um, I don't really remember that much about what Devin said. I think it was pretty unremarkable. We talked about it already. It was like, hey, don't vote. You guys, he can vote for me, but you guys don't have to vote for me. I don't got nothing against you. And then that's what spawned the entire, like, well, what are you talking about? Like, well, tell us what happened. And then she, you know what I mean? Like, we already talked about this. So anyway, we, we leave here and we, it, to me, it's, oh, you have something? Go ahead. No, go for it. I, I mean, to me, when we left the Inquisition, in my mind, I go, I go, I don't know how Devin gets his, gets out of this one. In my oh, opinion. interesting. Because I thought, like, to me, it's like, oh, Shane, you're going home because Shane was just acting so desperate, like saying, spilling all the secrets. And then Victor and Shane, clearly, they liked each other. There was a friendship there before that now seems to be ruined. But Dev, but 
But while, yes, I understand Johnny was like, listen, you spill the tea and you can get out of this one. And then so Shane took the bait and did it. But I thought the tea that he spilt was the right tea, mm. which was basically like, yo, Broham, like, I know for a fact Devin's out to get your ass. And so is this other guy. Like, you want this other guy gone, but honestly, you'll probably beat him in an elimination. Devin is your vendetta straight up and down. I think it's a pretty easy bet to just throw Devin in there. Well, Devin said something also interesting in his interview, which is he, he was like, I know how this works. This isn't whoever spills the most tea. Right. That's he, Johnny's just, he's yeah. just pulling strings. He's yeah. just seeing what he can get out of people. It doesn't mean anything. You're not safe just because you tell the most information information yeah so then we go back to the house and guess what my favorite co-star the note has arrived we've got the second <laughs> note second note has arrived and it's uh for britney and it says you don't even realize how much you're getting played and some things we know about the note is that it keeps being on pink paper okay so now the girls are freaking out they're like it's got to be marie it's got to be marie it's got to be marie then, boom, we're at the bar. Everybody's out. We're partying. Everybody's making out. We see, like, Cara Maria and Brittany making out. Um, I wrote down poor little Nelson. I don't even know what that's in reference to. Nelson's getting played by uh, Kaylee because uh, Kaylee's got um, is flirting with Johnny Bananas. Oh, that's why I wrote that down. Mm. Yeah, she's flirting with Johnny. And then Victor and Shane, they get into um, a big fight they get into a decent sized fight okay they get into a, a medium sized fight <laughs> and it's because victor was talking to johnny and shane saw it and shane was clearly drunk and he goes up to victor and he says you're just playing that kiss booty big brother game <laughs> they get into it then we go boom back to the house and shane and victor are having more words this time in the room and victor says um when you flipped out on me at the club i knew that we weren't, we were no longer allies. Yeah. Um, we see Brit, Brittany and Brad talking. I mean, really, the only thing that we see is Brad pulling his beard. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we're at the ring and um, TJ's stirring up shit again. He's saying, what happened, Brad? Yeah. Johnny gives a big ass speech. <laughs> and that's all that I have written down. Yeah. Well, that's where they left us. Well, there you go. Um, what... All right, first of all, who do you think that they're going to pick now that it's all said and done? Who do you think is going to be voted into the ring to go Victor. up against Brad? Victor. Victor. I thought Devin, um, I thought Devin at the time, just because I saw how much Devin is really leading the chart. I mean, I, I guess Shane didn't say as much. At least we didn't see it. But he said, hey, listen, that whole room is against you. I know that for a fact, Johnny. But what he didn't say was, and it's being led by Devin. Like, Devin mm. is your vendetta. Mm -hmm. He's the smartest one out of all of them. Mm -hmm. He is putting to Voltron together, and he and and he is the head. Um, and so he is Jizza, the head. That's from the Wu-Tang. Good job, when we baby. we all form, Jizza's the head. Anyway, so... Some uh, deep cut knowledge there, there. It's not that deep. Um, so I think you what do you do you cut the fucking head off right does but johnny know does Devin's johnny know the that head? he must he knows johnny he knows Devin. he watch he sees all these shows after but he doesn't own. think that Devin's a threat he thinks no Devin's so so here's the thing so it's like he does he know okay i think he thinks he can beat Devin in pretty much anything mm -hmm. uh so what i think who is i think he will choose to go up against brad 
I think they're going to choose Victor. I do too. They should choose Shane. I think they're going to choose Victor. Um, you think they should choose? So we're on the same page. Victor, we both think Victor is going in. Now, What? who do you think's leaving the notes? I think that... I think it has something to do with Shane. That's a, just based on what I'm saying. Now, after you telling me on this podcast, on this recap, this very recap... That people are saying that it's it might it looks like it's like a a a Johnny situation. What does Johnny have to gain by playing the game this way? I don't know, and I don't know why he would care about breaking up these girls. Also, it's just like he can he has almost has control over everything. Yeah, this would be a messy way to sort of control things, and to me, it seems like something that a more desperate character would do. Also, I we didn't mention that Marie said she swore on her father's life that she, she didn't do it. She swore on her like grandfather or mom. Like there's yeah. a bunch of things. And she's happening. also been like adamantly like that it is not me on social media. So it's, yeah. there's something about how adamant she is that makes me think it's not her. But did I look at that handwritten sample up against the way she signed her name on the Vendetta's poster? Yes. And the handwriting looks similar to me. So you said that you you because I watched it with you. I don't remember us us pausing it or whatever. But yeah. um, what did the second note say? It says you don't even realize how much you're getting played. That's all it said? I think so. God, just to stir it up more. Yeah, just to stir it up Not more. even any more information. Well, I think it's Marie. You think it's... Who's writing the notes? Yeah. Oh, man, it's really tough. I actually don't. I, I don't know. Do you think it's Shane? If, it was blind, if I was blind, I'd say Marie and Shane. It's got to be Marie or but, Shane. I, I don't I, I don't know with all the information you're getting and the fact that it looks like a man who's dropping it off and the blur and the little blurriness. I, I don't know. Next question. Do mm-hmm. you think MTV is going to tell us next episode or are they saving this for the reunion? God, I hope they don't fucking save this for the reunion. Don't put it past them. <sighs> oh, God, I hope they don't. Um, I. I hope it's next episode, but I can see them not talking about this ever again. Mm. Um. No, no. I think it'll be resolved on the show, not on the reunion, on the show. Okay. Um, I'm going to say reunion. I'm going to say Victor Marie reunion. I think if this was going to be the reunion, if they if they thought that this wasn't important enough to include in uh, an episode that is not a reunion or a special episode, that they would have saved it the entire time thing mm. for the reunion good point and be like okay we need a reunion storyline let's That's just bank point. this for the reunion because let's not forget they do that with way bigger things remember are you the one with the pregnancy scare yeah that was a whole reunion storyline yeah where it's like that girl was clearly trying to make that a, a storyline yeah, within of course. the season and, and 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 mtv didn't bite but they did use it during the reunion but i think that this was literally 50 percent of the episode I think it's going to have to be set up for something that's happening in the next couple of um, the next couple of uh, episodes. Hopefully, the next one. Okay, how would you re- rate this episode? I really liked it. Um, I will. I am going to give this fourteen kahudas. Great. I'm going to give it. Um, I'm going to give it two Tanyas and five Beths. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm talking about some shady things. Yeah, that are happening that's a on very hate. That's a very hateable rating. <laughs> I love I love both those. People, yeah, they're great. I, I they miss seem them. to be hateable cast. Members. Well, they cause a lot of drama. Mm. Yeah, they would do a lot of psychological warfare. Tanya did. 
Well, I, I mean, feel like Tanya was just tortured until Tanya she was had to, tortured. to leave right. in like a in like a a white van. And or, that's why I gave it two Tanyas and five Beths mm. because Beth was doing the psychological warfare. Beth seems actually pretty tortured as well. Yeah. Uh, well that's that's for another time. So, um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at Reality Blows Pod. And if you haven't already rated and reviewed the podcast, please do. It helps us so much. Um, it boosts, you know, our visibility in iTunes, and it's just like. We love it and we love you for doing it. And, you know, I'm just going to leave you with saying, may the TJ be with you. And also with Tanya. <laughs>